0: This podcast is powered by Oh Such Luck Productions. Sound familiar? That's the sound of the standard job search. All those little keystrokes make up quite the melody. The tap, tap, tap far too many of us have grown accustomed to during the past few months. All that navigating, job sites, social media networks, emails, and countless likes, shares, and comments. It's a job in itself looking for your next job. I'm Brian Osuch, and this is Happening, a podcast about all the spectacular things that happen from the moment we wake up until the time we say goodnight. That leaves a lot of time for a lot to happen. About 30 million workers are collecting jobless benefits. That's roughly one in five people looking for ways to stand out and land a new job. As the country starts opening back up for business, now's the time to be focusing on tactics and strategies to maximize your career potential in time of COVID-19. I recently chatted with Vicky Salemi, She's the career expert for Monster and author of Big Career in the Big City and the ABCs of College Life. She has a passion for empowering people in their careers, helping many build up and flex their business muscle. Vicki says in order to achieve the big gains, it's important to shift your professional perspective.
1: You can think about this time As an opportunity to pursue perhaps hourly type of roles that are short-term versus thinking maybe you're making a career move or maybe you were looking for a new job anyway and then now you're furloughed or unemployed to pursue a lot of different areas. And in addition to this is thinking about what jobs you can do from home. Because so many of us are working from home, and that's going to continue for a while. Even as employers start opening their offices, many are giving their employees options to continue working from home. So you don't necessarily have to feel like you're looking for jobs only near where you live.
0: Casting a wider net can help increase your odds of re-entering the job force, and finding a company that will allow you to work from anywhere is getting easier, especially given the state of today's workplace. FlexJobs recently named 24 companies that commonly hire for work-from-anywhere jobs. So they're out there. But first, you have to find them.
1: Set up job alerts so they land in your inbox. And as a former corporate recruiter, Brian, I can say it's so important to apply the same day you see those jobs. Even if you're somewhat interested, just apply, apply, apply. Companies are looking to hire just as fast, if not faster than you're looking to get hired yourself. So we're in this together. And the other thing is early bird catches the worm. You want to be among the first candidates who apply because recruiters will be monitoring that on their end of the computer system, which is typically called an applicant tracking system, the ATS. So they want to see the resumes as soon as they come in, they're going to start reviewing them. Fast and furiously. So, they want to review them and send them to hiring managers as soon as possible. So, have a rule of thumb. When you see it, apply the same day.
0: Acting fast means having your qualifications and achievements neatly summed up in an easy to read format.
1: You need to make sure your resume is pristine, free from typos, from grammatical errors. You can have a few different types of resumes ready to go.
0: It's true, it's important to highlight your career skills and achievements that are most relevant to a job posting. That means one resume does not fit all. I counted 15 on file, each one tailored to the job description. Be sure to include industry-specific skills, for example, Monster says if you're looking for a job as a sommelier, list your knowledge of wine fundamentals and food pairing as well as your experience with inventory management. Don't forget tool proficiencies. If you're in radiology, you need skills with x-ray equipment, hard skills, soft skills, people skills, all things to consider when approaching a potential employer. Whether small or big business focused, we're all in this together. One of my favorite reporters on WCBS News Radio 880 here in New York City is Steven Greenberg. He has a segment called Your Next Job. He recently said, the biggest hurdle many candidates face today is the competition with many other qualified applicants. When I was talking to Vicky, I asked her how job seekers can stand out from the crowd. She says it's time to continue your education.
1: get schooled with technical skills. Let's say HTML, coding, or something specific to your job or your former job that you didn't have access to. Maybe it's budgeting. Maybe it's finance and accounting. Some of them do have fees. Some of them are free. So like Coursera's one. I think there's Future edX. If you do a Google search for courses, they will come up. In addition to that, Brian, you, know, you might think of some soft skills or some other skills like time management, productivity, I know the Yale Happiness course is a big draw all the time. So think about, you know, just how to stay active in terms of ramping up your resume and talking points. So if an employer says to you, Brian, do you have a specific skill set? You can say, No, but I just did a class on data science or something like that. Your professional development is super important. And to that point, you can be conducting informational interviews with your network. That's a former boss, former colleagues, friends. In different areas, maybe it's an industry that you were thinking about pursuing and you wanted to know what it's like to work at a specific company. And you can also ask them, you know, here's my resume. What do you think I should focus on building? And take it upon yourself to pursue those classes. A lot of them right now are free. And you can also do a lot of things on YouTube. (laughs) You can research a lot of things and even attend TED Talks just so you feel inspired and motivated.
0: Speaking of motivation, Vicky has 15 years of experience in corporate recruiting and human resources. Her personal website says that she loves to empower job seekers with insight and firsthand knowledge from the halls of HR. So, let's step into those halls. What gives job seekers an edge while capturing the eye of a recruiter or HR executive?
1: You need to speak their language. So, for instance, if you're pursuing a job in recruiting and they refer to it as talent acquisition, Make sure you include those keywords, talent acquisition, in your cover letter and the resume and conversations, of course. But it's also for another reason that goes a little deeper, is when you apply, you want to stand out not only for the job you're pursuing, but other jobs that they may be hiring for that you didn't specifically apply to. So if the recruiter on the other end of the screen does a keyword search for talent acquisition, because that's the words that they use in that company, the jargon then your resume will show up in that search. So I'm not saying to remove words like recruiter. You want to have several keywords that refer to the same thing. But take notice in terms of what words they use in their job descriptions. And you can also take notice in terms of the order in which the job descriptions list their requirements and responsibilities. Typically, descending orders so the most important from the top to the bottom. You can always reorder your resume. We always say, you know, keep your resume 100% factual. You never, ever want to lie. But there's no harm in reordering things that already exist for specific skills and experiences you already possess.
0: Paying attention to wording and resume structure. Got it. But what about those things that don't show up on paper? The personal.
1: When you're looking for a job, you want not only the title and the salary to be what you're looking for, but also The benefits, the commute, let's say, post-pandemic, the camaraderie, what is your boss like, what's the company culture like, you're taking all these things into account. In turn, the company is looking for the same thing from you. So in recruiting, when I was in that role, I was always looking for, okay, what makes them stand out outside the paper? They look great on paper. What do they bring to the role We always used to say, what's the fire in their belly? Are they enthusiastic? Do they seem like they'd be a great fit for this culture? So those are the things that you can do to ramp up your candidacy so you can be the right fit and catch their attention.
0: While the labor market has been rebounding since states began to reopen, bringing millions back to work, the country is still down nearly 15 million jobs since February, and the economy has just seen its worst drop on record. Finding inspiration may be tough, but Forbes' senior contributor William Arruda says it's time to aspire. In his April 2020 article, Seven Ways to Prepare for a Major Career Boost When COVID-19 is Behind Us, Aruda says, the speed of business rarely affords us the luxury of introspection. Now's the time to put your small scale do list mindset on hold and spend some time reflecting on what's next for your big picture. What's next could reflect how you want to evolve your role so that it becomes more fulfilling or gives you increased opportunities to connect with your life purpose. If this was Oz, now would be the time to click your heels.
1: I think you need to go where the jobs are first and foremost. Where's the demand? Who's hiring? Look at their job descriptions and see where your skills are fit. For instance, so many people in the hotel industry, hospitality, luxury space, etc., airline industry, have been furloughed and or laid off. However, the senior community, healthcare, they need to hire people and they can't hire them fast enough. So you can pivot your skills. Let's say you were the director of sales at a hotel. Perhaps you want to consider working in sales in a long-term care facility or residence for senior citizens or something like that. At Monster, we have a coronavirus landing page. If you go to monster.com at the top, click on you know what you need to know during the coronavirus. There's a lot of great information And just know that you have marketable skills and you have transferable skills which is key right now you need to pivot to where the jobs are
0: i can tell you one thing i know where all the people are come december i won't be surprised if the word of the year is zoom the global video conferencing industry has gained traction during the coronavirus outbreak for many business leaders Video conferencing has been the solution to connect with remote workers, customers, and potential employees. Vicki says video interviews are here to stay, and we better get used to them.
1: Always look at the camera lens if you're on your iPad, laptop, desktop. Phone. Always make sure that you maintain eye contact, number one. Proper lighting is key. You can get a ring lamp. You can get a portable ring lamp, let's say, if you're not in your home, but you're temporarily living somewhere else. Don't sit in front of a window because it creates backlight, meaning there's too much light and your face will be washed out. So you want to make sure you have proper lighting, proper seating. Make sure you're comfortable. Make sure there's, let's say, proper air conditioning. Make sure you're prepared and you have notes. And the thing too, especially during a, say a Zoom job interview versus a work call is for an interview, you want to dress for success. I know a lot of times we joke, yeah, like make sure you wear pants and not shorts or you know, whatever, pajamas on the bottom. But for a job interview, for sure, definitely wear a full interview suit. And you may even feel better about yourself by getting completely dressed up.
0: All dressed up and no place to go. Since we don't get to shake hands or meet in person, I asked Vicki if it's possible to form a personal connection.
1: Now it's really blended. And so it's not uncommon to see your boss's kids jump in the screen or your, your colleague's kitchen or, or something because we have a bird's eye view into each other's homes and family lives. And that could be used to, you know, build rapport that way.
0: Today's job seeker has to be social media savvy. Building and leveraging a professional network made up of colleagues and acquaintances from everyday life is one of the best ways to get your name out there. LinkedIn has more than 500 million users and many recruiters use it to source new talent. Vicki says, get out there, connect with colleagues, Post articles and content to attract and engage with the business community. But keep in mind, when it comes to getting in the fast lane to finding new opportunities, try considering all avenues.
1: A lot of times right now we are networking and we're more active online because that's really our (laughs) our only outreach. So LinkedIn, make sure your profile is consistent with your resume with your resume make sure that there's an executive summary at the top that's always a benefit especially if you're further in your career more seasoned so you can use the about section on your LinkedIn profile and just mirror that let's say Twitter Instagram just make sure that you're consistent in your messaging and ask yourself if i post this is this something i would be proud of or embarrassed by if a future employer saw it so you always want to think twice before you post in terms of you know professionalism tone language grammar does it have typos in it because Recruiters will often look at that in addition to your resume.
0: Beyond a resume on LinkedIn, some people are saying the lines are getting blurred between what's appropriate content for professional websites and for other social media channels like Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. How personal can we get?
1: So it could be fun, let's say, if you made or you tried out a new paella recipe or something and you want to post it on Instagram alongside something else that you're proud of professionally. So think of your social media as a way to provide content and as a portfolio to prospective employers and always remember your privacy settings too. So you can have your Instagram profile set to private if you don't want, if you just want to keep it like a family and friends thing. So just be very cognizant of your social media profiles and how you're presenting yourself to the world.
0: Since March, the business landscape has shifted. Many companies closed their doors, changed hours, and transitioned to remote work policies. People are no longer running in and out of meetings. Accessibility has changed. Vicky says job candidates are no longer competing with busy schedules. However, it's time to pivot and learn new ways to create inroads or maintain contact with potential employers.
1: If you pursue a job and connect with an employer and you withdraw your candidacy, it's not the right fit or the pay or anything, stay in touch. If you've already maintained a relationship or built a small one, stay in touch and you're not being a pain. When I was a recruiter, I used to encourage my candidates who were top notch to reach out to me, stay top of mind. At any given point, I was dealing with around 140 candidates, which was honestly overwhelming and a lot. And so it helped me. So if you're hesitant to reach out to employers that you've already made contact with, don't feel like you're being a pain or a pest. It's how you go about it. So you're actually doing them a favor by staying top of mind. They get paid to fill jobs quickly and efficiently and with the best, most qualified candidates. And you could ask them how frequently, what's the mode? For instance, if candidates pinged me with over email every two weeks, I was fine. I had one that emailed me every single day. I get it. He was completely eager and excited. And I said, you know, I'm a little overwhelmed right now. Can you... You reach out once a month or once every two weeks, that would be completely fine. You know, maintain rapport, be light and polite, be professional. If they turn you down, don't pull an attitude.
0: Maintaining rapport. How about all those current or previous colleagues on LinkedIn? How can we leverage those connections?
1: Reach out to people in your network. Identify companies you want to work for. Try to get your foot in the door. And during each call, ask them who they know. Because the key isn't so much, yes, you want to get employed today but with a new job, but think about tomorrow. Think about who they know, who can position you well for a phone interview when there aren't any jobs. They aren't currently hiring. So then you can build a relationship with them so you do remain top of mind when they do have job openings. And you remain top of mind by staying in touch, sending them articles, retweeting something, liking a post on Facebook, So this way, you made a positive impression and when the time is right, you'll hopefully already have been in touch.
0: One form of communication that we can't ignore are virtual events. Forbes reports that they're up 1,000% since coronavirus. One platform, SixConX, has seen more than 52,000 events and sub-events since the start of the pandemic. There are a few challenges with these types of virtual conferences. You don't have a captive audience. Work, email, phone calls, dogs barking, you know, life is happening around viewers at all times. With everyone looking for a way in, I asked Vicki how we can network and connect with attendees before, during, and after a virtual event.
1: One of the most important things is to be vocal. So if they ask questions, raise your hand in that video chat and ask a question. So your name is associated with that and people may reach out to you afterwards or you can reach out to people who asked a great question and say, you know, that was a really great question. I'd love to follow up with you on that. And don't be shy, you know, ask if they have a couple minutes for a call.
0: In April, more than 20 million American jobs vanished as businesses closed and most of the country was under stay-at-home orders. However, there are exceptions. Your Next Jobs' Steven Greenberg reported on a recent LinkedIn analysis which found there's a growing demand for jobs that help people with their mental health do their shopping. Other positions like loan officers, life coaches, and online tutors are also in high demand, but, there are even more bringing in the money.
1: Healthcare, demand workers on the front lines in terms of like traveling aides, traveling nurses, but also think about people stocking the shelves, the pharmacy, CBS, Walgreens, Amazon, deliveries on demand, type of roles that have been in high demand, truck drivers in particular. And they're not going away anytime soon. So those are where, let's say, the jobs are. And you could think of it, okay, I'm going to get my foot in the door there, work several hours a day, work your way up. You have money coming in the door and build from there. So those jobs right now are really in demand and thriving because of the need.
0: No matter which industry we come from, it's important to redefine ourselves. Remember, there are ways to professionally pivot and match existing skills to fields and industries less impacted by COVID-19.
1: Begin with the end in mind. Come up with a few themes. Let's say the example earlier with someone who is furloughed, let's say, in the hotel industry, and now they want to pursue something in healthcare within sales. They have customer service skills. Like if you're a recruiter, let's say in, in the entertainment industry for a movie chain or something or big entertainment outlet, well, maybe you want to be a recruiter within healthcare or for a pharmacy or something. So identify those transferable skills and you may actually land your dream job right now.
0: A Gartner HR survey finds 88% of organizations have encouraged or required employees to work from home because of COVID-19. As we wrap up, It's important to think about all the ways to refine work-from-home routines.
1: Create structure. Put yourself on the same schedule daily. Be proactive in terms of connecting with your boss. How are you communicating with your boss? How does your boss know what you're working on? So you are showing your productivity because maybe this is something you want to continue working from home after the pandemic. Monster, we have a survey saying that we're going to expect to see companies being more flexible in terms of working from home policies. If the productivity during this time was indeed productive, we're going to see less in-office meetings, less business travel, less conference room, especially with clients and vendors. So think about in this new normal, how you're going to maintain and build those relationships as well as your work output and then how you can bond. Maybe, you know, you do some type of group cooking class. It's virtual, like a team building on a Friday at 5 p.m. or something that you can bolster your relationships.
0: And finally, that little golden nugget of advice.
1: Be persistent. Don't give up. You've got this.
0: If I learned anything from Vicky, it's that now's the time to take small steps with big goals in mind. Sometimes, an entry-level or part-time job leads to a much larger opportunity. Transferable skills can transform your career path. Having a well-thought-out plan is the best way to maneuver the current business landscape and help you maximize your career potential in time of COVID-19. Best of luck, and go land that job. I'm Brian Osuch, and this is Happening. This has been an Osuch Luck Productions original.